Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Book Sounds Book Review Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Tracy. And as you can tell from this podcast that Tracy's doing a book review. What book are we talking about today, Tracy? We are talking about The Seven Year Slip by Ashley Poston. I'm very excited about this book. You can see she has this glaring, glaring smile on her face. It almost looks devious because it's so wide. Oh, I know. I think it's actually probably because there's something devious about the way that Ashley writes. It's it's just really weird. It's like she invites you into her magical world when she writes. It's it's incredible. Oh my god. I I love it. It's there's something incredible about the way she writes. It's it's magical. It really is. It's once you start reading, you can't put the book down. It's like and that is the way it is when you read all of her books. It's cool. It's just really cool. And I think we should start by saying that this is one of these authors that you're probably going to hear a lot of book reviews from. Uh, uh yeah. It it really is. It's for the next little bit. It's I'm taking a break before I read her next one, but for the next little bit, it is going to be the Ashley Boston <laughs> show. Uh, so just to warn you, yeah, but yeah, she is, she's kind of a magical writer. She really is. And I will tell you, the first book that drew me to her was a book called The Dead Romantics. And when you hear a a title like that, how could you not read it? Because when I heard that, I was like, well, that could be an incredible name for a band. Like, I kind of just want to start a band so that I can call it the Dead Romantics. And and people would be like, well, what kind of a band is it? And I'm like, what kind of a band isn't it? It could, it could be a power ballad band. It could be a rock band. I mean, honestly, it's just cool. So, yeah, I mean, and we're going to be doing a review for the Dead Romantics. But Eric asked me. He goes, so what book should I read? Should I read The Seven Year Slip or should I read The Dead Romantics? And I said, hold on a sec. Let me start reading The Dead Romantics and decide. Because as I read The Dead Romantics a couple months ago or up to a year. It's probably about a year ago. But I couldn't remember which one I thought would fit him better. And I started reading The Dead Romantics and I thought, okay, you'll really, really like this one. So... uh so I, I'm giving him, I gave him that one to read when he, when it fits him. It's actually my so, next book. So yeah. So. Yeah. So, um, so, so yeah, we'll, we'll be reviewing that one together. So, so you guys will hear that, but, uh, but back to the seven year slip. Oh my gosh. It, it really, it seems like all of her books have at least a little bit of magic to them, which I like, but then there's reality too. So, well, so when you say magic, you mean literally like magic. Yes. Like, yes, like literally people magic. People casting spells type stuff. Well, not necessarily casting spells, but in the first chapter, it's it's kind of I don't know if it was a chapter or if it was like a intro, but she talks about her aunt Anelia or I don't know exactly how you would pronounce it, but she talks about her aunt and her aunt tells her she goes, "This apartment of mine is magical." And she said you will slip seven years. And and she was like, I would always I always wanted to experience this magic in in this apartment. And she would also tell her about how in the elevator, how the the glass or the the mirrors in the elevator, if you looked up in one specific spot, it would kind of smile back at you, like your reflection would smile back at you. And she she had that experience 
uh, mm. with her. But she never experienced where the apartment slipped for her. And when I say slip, it means so her aunt had told her stories about how, and it's always seven years, how she had slipped back and she had met a woman seven years, like seven years in from the from the past. So she had been living there seven years ago. Okay. And and she's like, it's always seven years. So it's it, and so when I you don't say know, it's always I, seven years, is it it doesn't mean like like it could go seven years in the back, forward. Well and that's the that's the one thing I don't know. I can't remember if they ever said that it could be in the future. I think it can be in the future, but n- Throughout Neither the book, them, it was always in the past. It was always in the past, correct. So, and they they had talked about. They're like, "Well, why seven years?" And they're like, "Well, I guess seven is a, is a lucky number." Hmm. And that's kind of something that they had joked about. Seven is a lucky number. So that was that was their kind of reasoning, but they never really figure it out or explain. That was just their reasoning that seven years is a lucky number. Do so, they uh, do they ever explain why the house does this? Nope. Nope, they had there's no, no there's they, no like there was back no, history. And it's it was just... only and it was only this aunt's apartment. So if you go into oh, any so apa- it's like an apartment building. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's an apartment building, right? So if you go into any other apartment in this building, so I don't remember exactly what number it is, you know, whatever. Four I think it's like four B or something like that. So if you go into say five B, nope, it's hmm. not gonna do it. Okay. So Whenever she, if it ever did that, they would sometimes leave and be like, oh my gosh, I need to be in the present. And then, but they couldn't decide when it would flip it back. It would have to do it on its own, right? Mm-hmm. So the the main character, Clementine, she, she always wanted to experience this on her own. Mm-hmm. But obviously she, she had, she'd never ex- experienced this. Well, then kind of as this book begins... Then after that first chapter, when her when her aunt says, "Oh, this this is a magical apartment," then it gets into the main main meat of the book, and her aunt has passed away. She's taking over her aunt's apartment. Her aunt left her the apartment, and then then you start to get in. Then all of a sudden, little bit little things start to happen, and then all of a sudden one night, oh man, there's a guy in her apartment who shouldn't be there. <laughs> And it turns out, you find out that this happens to be the summer that her aunt leased the apartment to somebody because her aunt was going to be traveling all summer. Okay. The The really cool thing is, is that her aunt is a really, really cool traveling person. She, between her and her aunt traveled to, I believe it was 36 different uh cities and countries and all that together. So her aunt's on her, her own travel to even more Mm -hmm. so this was the summer that her aunt was going to be gone all summer Mm -hmm. so she just leased out the apartment to somebody and all of a sudden clementine wakes up and there's this guy that shouldn't be in her apartment and she's like so like does she wake up and is he like in the bed with her because like she she ended up passing out on the couch that night because she was just so tired from work so he's just like looming over her and she wakes up and it was like oh crap and there's this guy. Okay. And so so it wasn't super weird in the sense that he had had the the bed was kind of his because 
you know, he was leasing the apartment. So it wasn't weird in the sense. So she just said, oh, well, yeah, this is my aunt's apartment. And uh, I have to get my my apartment fumigated from. Uh, and then she looked outside and sees pigeons. She's like, pigeons, pigeons. Yes, of course, pigeons. So she's like, yeah, I, uh, I'm going to stay in my aunt's. I am so sorry. And but then she, it's just it's throws her off it's so weird and then she tries to leave tries to come back in he's still there and it's like oh my gosh oh no what am i gonna do so yeah it's just so weird but then he cooks for her amazing chef just an amazing chef she's like trying not to fall for this guy of course she's gonna fall for him of course why wouldn't she fall for him but here's the thing her aunt has two rules for this apartment one take off your shoes at the door Two, don't fall in love because her aunt fell in love with a woman that she met in the apartment seven years ago or seven years in the so she can't fall in love with this guy but what does she do she falls in love she falls in love with him okay so you know of course what can you do she's seven years in the future she could look him up right so this whole time i'm sitting here like look him up look him up well there's you know is he but she doesn't look him up but she could couldn't she i mean provided that he's still alive right right but i'm not gonna tell you if they meet in the future if i'm not gonna tell you what happens between them because Mm. that's cheating Mm -hmm. you guys have to read the book I have to give you a reason to to read the book. I'm not going to tell you what happens between them. If he's alive, if they meet again, what happens? I'm not going to tell you because that's cheating. (laughs) But all I'm going to tell you is the way that she writes her characters is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Because if it wasn't, I don't think I could read multiple books. So are all the characters strongly developed, basically? Is that- yes, that's what I'm... Because she has she has two really great friends in this in this book. She's in the first chapter, she's going out to... She's an editor in this. And she goes out to an editor's lunch. Uh, one of her friends is a designer, I believe. She's got periwinkle hair. She's just... She kind of, to me, sounds like a little pixie that's got periwinkle hair. She always wears earrings from... Um, from what was it? A... But she always, oh, she gets it from flea markets. That's what it is. So I can just picture her just being this really cute girl who's who's got these really rad earrings from flea markets. And then her girlfriend, or I don't know if they're girlfriend or partners or whatever, but she, but this girl who's, she's pregnant with the flea market uh, periwinkle hair and all this stuff. She's, she's pregnant and her partner, Drew, she's always like wearing stuff that says like she's got uh She's ready, like, to go on an excavation. But I, I always kind of picture her as just being really trendy. And she's mm. got, she's always got, um, what is it? She's always got suspenders on. And she also works at this this editing place. And and she wants to get an author. And just this whole, this whole story is just really well developed. All the characters I feel are well developed. Obviously, the guy who she meets, you just you just know he wants to be a chef. Just the way that he's written. And um, she also, just between this book and the next, the other book, The Dead Romantics, I found out because when I reread it, I was like, oh, she totally has a thing for guys that has, that have like moon face or moon shaped scars. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm like, oh, she really wants to make out with a guy that has a, has a scar shape like that. I think that's great that she does such a strong job of developing Yeah, because that is, that's a thing that I love in 
in books when I can picture the characters and then also just when they have a bold. And I also, I also wanted to tell you that I really, really want to hang out with her aunt because her aunt sounds so freaking cool. And I want to go on a trip with her just because she sounds just so like, like laissez-faire, like let's go on a trip and oh, it's okay that the, that the apartment sometimes goes back seven years and just don't fall in love. So, (laughs) you know, and that's, that's such a powerful thing that I think a lot of people don't realize because I never realized this until I started, we started doing this movie review podcast that I do with two of my friends. Right. And you don't realize, but when you start watching movies, and I'm sure the same would apply to a book, a fiction book, is there's a lot of movies that we watch, and it's like, this is a really good movie, but it left but, me with nothing. You know right. what I mean? And it's because it's because it does a terrible job of getting you attached to any character. It, it well, does a terrible and- job of leaving anything memorable. It, they just regurgitate a story on right. the screen, and they might do an outstanding job of regurgitating a story. But if you're not left with anything that triggers emotion in you, right. it's just an extremely unmemorable experience. Right. And it sounds like, well, in your situation, not only is, is this author really developing characters, but she also has the mind where she's developing characters that Tracy really loves. Right. Well, and, and you got <clears throat> you and I always had that too with when we watched a TV show too, where it was like, if I don't really want to hang out with these people then I don't want to watch this show. Right. And she has that too in The Dead Romantics. I think you're going to like that. You're going to like who her dad is. So that's something for you to look forward to. But like, I I really, like I said, I really want to hang out with her aunt. I think her aunt is somebody that that I kind of want to be, which hopefully I'm kind of on track to be. <laughs> but but just the way that she travels and she's like, she's like, yeah, just, just, don't worry about her cup. We're just gonna we're gonna go on a trip. Don't don't worry that you just broke up with your boyfriend and you we're gonna go on a trip. You and I are gonna take this trip. It's okay. You what, know, and what, I think that's that's what's really important in a story is if I wanna hang out with at least one or two of these characters, or you hate really a lot one of the characters, if that that is that is a really strong part in a book. In, and I, I think if you can if you can relate to one or two of the characters strongly, that is huge. Is it because in my head? So now you're you're envisioning this aunt to mm-hmm. me. In my head, I'm envisioning um, Joy Lass's mom. Yeah, and that's, did that's you, I think. Did, what did I, you tell yeah, me that? Or? I told you. Yeah, yeah I told okay, you okay, that. Okay. I told you that. But but yeah, and I, I think because she just she was just so so free spirited and when we say joy lass's mom guys if if any of you guys know the the show dead like me so the the grandma in that she was just so free spirited and and so like free feel your feel your feelings and and well i don't know what color the the sky is on on your your um, on on your planet well, it's a very bright shade of blue. Mm-hmm. And you know, and she just seems so so free-spirited and powerful and I just I would love to be like her or be with somebody like her. And mm-hmm. and she was not thrown by in in this book by the fact that her her apartment building did any of this and she just seemed so fun. Mm-hmm. And she sat she had this periwinkle chair that or not periwinkle sorry she had a robin's egg blue chair that she sat in and smoked each night and she just seemed so 
carefree and fun. Like, who wouldn't want to know this woman? And and for anybody that is wondering, if you don't know what the show Dead Like Me is, is that it's available for free streaming. It is definitely worth taking <laughs> a watch worth- because it is pretty good. Yes. So. Yes. So. I mean, and if you if you like this type of book, you I think would really love that that show. It's a show as well, yeah. Yes, and especially if you end up reading reading the Dead Romantics, then you would really, really like that show, especially <laughs> because it's right up that alley. Believe me, and and I will say there are there are a few intimate moments. Yes, because look, this is a romance book, mm-hmm. but honestly, look if. That isn't necessarily your thing. Hey, skip over it. It's fine. I mean, whatever. I again, sometimes I'm I'm for that. Sometimes I'm not. And if I don't feel like it, I just kind of go, okay, okay, you know. But again, like I said, it's a very well written book. It's a very fun book. So whether you're in the mood for the the romance at the time, whether you're not, go in for the romance. Go out for the romance, whatever. So you can you can read the 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 yummy romance, or you can just kind of go. I'm not really feeling the you know the sex scene or whatever. It is what it is. So if you if you want that, cool. And if you don't want that, then skip over when they. Uh, and I feel like I can add to this. Okay, so I don't. I haven't read a lot of these books, but listening to you talk about them, yes, I believe that all these books fall under the romance genre. Yeah. But at the same time, the romance genre is not at all anything that I thought what my perception prior to you starting to read these books of what romance novels were. This is not what these books are at all. Right. These books are written. They are talented authors. Oh God. Yeah. That just happened to write in the romance genre. The romance genre has grown to the point now where there are super, super, super talented authors in it. It is right. not like well, yeah, 15 it's... years ago where they just had these ghost writers writing the these just, you know, deeply just, enriched sexual, you know, you oh, know this, she's stories. on a pirate boat are, and, yeah. and oh, he swept her away. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong, there are still those for the people who just, you know, and I and I did read a book a couple months ago that I should really do a review on and there was there was a lot of of sex and heavy petting and stuff like that in it. And quite frankly, it was it was almost a little bit too much for me. And granted, some of the scenes were were very warranted. However, it, you know, it wasn't, I guess, as creative as the way that this was. However, some of the stuff in that book, it was, it was still what was put in that book was a very, was a deeper type of book. So I read, I read very different types of romance book where that one talked a lot more about depression and a couple who had split and were fighting with their feelings and all that stuff. And yet this one is a very quirky and Mm -hmm. hey, we're talking about magic and stuff like that. So there's there's a whole whole spectrum of what 
what romance can be. And so it's, it's a very, very weird thing, you know, and, and I can bet I can very much tell you, I would not have given that other book to, to Eric and, and, uh, you know, it's, it's a very, very different, but you know, this, this book is a, is a very, very different type of book. And it's, it's a way more, way more fun, fun book to, to read. And, and you can just, get taken away to a to a completely different place with this book and yeah and i mean the de- dead romantics when i read that book that'll be the second book that i've l- like kind of come to me from you as a re- you know like you should right. read this book well and, and and actually you you said because i was getting so into this book and i was kind of telling you bits and you said okay so which ashley poston book do you think i, right. I should read you know and you actually came to me and i thought that was i was like whoa really yeah, so, but the first one I read was an Amy Reichert book, which we oh, yes. should really do a book review on that one too. Yes, and that's I, been I really book. agreed. But, but um, it is. It's like understand. I'm not a guy who's into romance novels whatsoever. Right. I I have no interest in that. But exactly. that book was really really good. And granted, it was helped because the author is from Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and so I could really relate. The book was based in Wisconsin Dells, so I could mm-hmm. relate. I. After I read the book, I went to Wisconsin Dells and right, saw and some of the places that that right. not not by intentional, but I just happened right, to go to just, Wisconsin like, oh, Dells and I look at like oh that's the restaurant or whatever. Yep. So so there's there's a lot of that, but but I can tell you that that she was not writing just what I thought in my head as a traditional right. romance because novel. Again, it was not at all. It was it a was, lot like this where it was It was like, characters Ooh, you like could adore. Is... It was it was plot lines that were, you know, pretty deep and pretty like got you thinking and, and were just right. fun and stuff like that where what I think of as a romance novel is not that at all. Right. So, so yeah, this is a genre that, I mean, I'm kind of glad you discovered this because- Right. Well, it's I, just kind of opened my eyes to how much this romance category of books has grown. Well, and that's that's why I like to tell people I read rom com because yeah. because that's that's a lot of what this this kind of feels like. Like when you look for yeah. a movie, this is more of a rom com type of movie book type. So, but I, I I would also say that it's some of the most clever rom com. Oh my god! Yeah. That you'll find, you know, like when you watch a rom com and you're truly blown away by it. That's what these books are. Yeah, it's not it's not cheesy. I don't think some people might find it cheesy, but I don't find it cheesy. cheesy. I think I think she put a lot into this, and, and she is I don't know. She's just out of this world. I would love to meet her because I just want to know what how she comes up with it. I just I just feel like she would just be a really fun person to know, and, and maybe th- she would just be like. I don't know. I'm boring. This is just the stuff that I really think about. And if I remember right, tell me if I'm wrong on this, but when you first discovered Ashley Poston, Mm -hmm. wasn't it because another author had basically said, oh my God, I wish I could be in this girl's head? No, actually, that is a book that I'm going to read come fall. That one is is um, Angelica Frankenstein makes her oh, match. Oh, okay, okay. And that one is, I believe somebody, I don't know if a few people were talking about it on my my Instagram thing or if or if it just happened to, to come up or something. But that one is, is by Sally Thorne. And that one is another one that was just really, really creative too. And, and um, 
And I believe it was Emily Henry that said, I would love to be in her head. But this one was, I, I think it was just on my, my I'm reading romance hashtag on, on Instagram. I just saw somebody that was maybe reviewing or something. And I saw dad romantics and I was like, um, hello, what is this? <laughs> and must read because just like I said, the, the name alone had me interested and then and then the cover was just really creative it had some crows on it and just two people laying there reading books and i'm like must read <laughs> so, so yeah and then this one was was her her most recent one that came out so i just you know you can't help but but read it because she is just she's just so creative it's just it's kind of like she's one that i kind of want to be in her head because I don't know what goes on in there, but I want to know. Mm -hmm. Or may maybe she's like, you don't want to know. <laughs> really, you don't. Kind of like, I want to let people in my head, but only if they sign something because <laughs> they'll get scared. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So, so yeah, I highly recommend anything by Ashley Poston. I mean, I don't, I haven't read her, her YA one that I'm going to, that I'm going to try. So I guess I don't know anything by her, but at least this and, and Young Romantic, or sorry, not Young Romantics, Dead Romantics, Romantics. because gosh, she is, yeah. she is just and, really creative. And if the, these two bo books are any, any then, indication of the yeah. book that you haven't read, it's going to be damn good probably. That's what I figured, <laughs> so. because she is, there is just something, something in the water that she drinks, something, <laughs> I don't know, something that she smokes. <laughs> I don't know what she does, but she is just she's just creative. So yeah. All right. So on a you got to do your scale on this then. Yeah, I say four point seven. Four point seven. Yeah. Not bad. Just because I I don't want to give it a full five because I think I think Dead Romantics was a little bit better. Partially, it took me just a little bit longer to get into this, and I know Dead Romantics, which I I didn't read until again until after this. I was like right into it and um, yeah, it just, I just wanted to, sometimes I like it when I can get right into a book and, but when I was in it, I was in it and, but yeah, she is, she's great and I think anybody should just pick it up and. Yeah. And we'll, well, I'll let you, I'll let everybody know what I think after, uh, after I read the dead romantics, yeah. I'm guessing by the end of this month we should be putting, we should be recording that podcast because that's excited. probably how long it'll take me to get through it. Yeah. So because I'm I, she de decided to put it into my pile right after I had started a brand new. Book, I know so. I felt I felt so bad. I had I had a migraine, so then I I was like a little bit late on it, and I was like, no, no, I missed it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, but it's okay. Well. We'll get on that, and then hopefully we'll. I will read her her young adult one that is is actually part of uh like a Buffy prequel series, so that should be really interesting. Interesting, so. yeah, yeah. And you told me about this, and the only thing I I would I don't know if I cautioned you about this, but but you know 
it's like a she's writing in a Buffy series. So right, so that this just is might more be... of a this is a more of an author job, I think, that requires right. Her she's, to not she, be well, her... she's trying to make money, right? You know, oh, so exactly. so it might not be quite up to the level that these books are because right. this is what she probably really throws her exactly. heart and soul into exactly, so. and that's that's why I say I at least I I at least recommend these two. I yeah. can't recommend that one yet because I don't know where that one will be on her because you know who knows what what uh guidelines she had to do with that one we don't really know so but i'm i'm excited to at least give it a try because you know she's she's pretty creative yeah so so very cool all right well then we can wrap this one up um as, as always if for anybody that's just stumbling upon this podcast and reviewing because you searched for, for Ashley Poston in a podcast player and have no <laughs> idea what this podcast is, you should also check out, this is a, kind of a child podcast to our main podcast, which is Stigmas and Open Wounds. You can find that at stigmasandopenwounds.com. Um, that's where we talk about Tracy's challenges with mental illness, yeah. bipolar, all these different things that chronic migraines, I mean, everything she yeah. deals with. So. So, and we just talk about our life in general. So, yeah. you know, we just talk such hutch topics. So check that out. You can find it at Stigmas and Open Wounds. You can also find the rest of our book reviews at that website as well. Just click along the top, find the book reviews, and it'll show all the books we've done. So, And of uh, course, you can email us with anything at stigmasandopenwounds at gmail.com. And we have some stuff at Instagram and podcast, <laughs> Instagram and Facebook as well. Definitely. So check those out and we will be back when we're back with another book review. Yeah. Probably very soon. So thanks a lot for everybody t- 